whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 13, episodes 11 and 12, You Ought to Know, and Everything You've Done Wrong. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summaries? Sure. All right. Um, Claire. Oops. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Claire's journalism skills are tested when she interviews Zoe for a national magazine. Miles and Tristan both make the basketball team, but Miles doesn't get the position of center that his dad wanted him to get. No. So Miles decides to go on steroids, which he gets from Tristan. Also, not really. Well, he thinks. He thinks. But also, it had nothing to do with the position. It was whether or not he was starting. I think it's the starting position of whatever the fuck. Yeah. All right. After Drew approves her idea of Degrassi TV, Imogen looks for a news anchor, but is reluctant to choose Becky. Claire worries about her future as she struggles to cover up a huge mistake. Tristan finds trouble when he gets a reputation concerning steroids. Imogen has trouble working with Becky uh, while she feels intense guilt about making out with her boyfriend before his death. Uh, oh, yeah. So dramatic. All right. They put it real, real blunt. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. So did Imogen. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. But she wasn't that blunt with Becky, at least. Thank God. Um, the episodes are called, the first one is called You Ought to Know, which is a 1995 song by Alanis Morissette. Obviously. Probably about Dave Coulier, but never confirmed. Um, kind of confirmed. I mean, technically not. <laughs> Half-ass confirmed. You're such a journalist. Also, like, just peak, peak getting over a breakup song. Yeah. Like, just angry, scorned woman. It's the best. I love this song. With a line about a blowjob in a movie theater or something which is a fun choice (laughs) sounds gross those floors are sticky also so public um anyway the i mean i guess maybe it has to do with imogen feels conflicted about letting becky know about shit but also there's no breakup vibes no no, like catharsis happening really either episode nope um, maybe it's you ought to know because Claire is like losing her memory and they're being real literal. <laughs> you ought to know what's going on. Um, and then the second song is called Everything You've Done Wrong, a 1996 song by Sloan. I have no idea what the song is. I did not listen to it before this. Same. Um, and I guess it has to do with Claire fucking being a bad journalist and yep. make it up a story and it's like girl what the fuck are you doing um but yeah sure whatever diving in claire has an interview at what or not an, well kind of an interview to like pitch uh an article to what i thought was news me too magazine. i wrote news magazine question mark and then muse magazine like i couldn't hear what she said i assumed it was news until the third page of my notes where i had to write in actually, actually muse. muse better but still basic not great wasn't that the name of the magazine in ugly betty i did not watch that show i would catch the occasional episode my mom liked that show i know gizmodo has like a muse like 
branch. Yeah. <laughs> or like slash Jezebel-esque. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she like wants to tie YOLO to the economy. She's like spitballing ideas. I don't know. But Sounds she's like trying boring. to pitch shit for this interview she has, which I'm just like. All of the sorry. Also, I'm apologizing for my voice because it's still really shitty. But all of this is just so unrealistic. Like yeah. a magazine wouldn't go to a high schooler for like story ideas. They would maybe go to a high schooler for like an internship, which would be like they're gonna help you research and they're gonna maybe write tiny like breaking news like 500 word, 250 word things. But it's like. No one's hiring a high schooler to write a feature for your magazine. I'm sorry. Absolutely not. And, and this would only ever, ever happen if you were a great writer and had the most insane connections. Yeah. It's, like insane yeah. connections. Even like local. Why? Yeah. Like, I don't know. This doesn't. I mean. This does not track. Anyway. Why can't she submit shit online like every other person? Claire's like weird and forgetful. Yeah, they wouldn't like have, they wouldn't have, even if you weren't in high school, they wouldn't like bring you in, like in person to have you pitch to them. No. That would be done over email, even in 2013. Yeah. And they wouldn't like, also, we're going to get into a lot more like stupid bullshit they do with the magazine later, but it's just like, there's so much in, there's so much FaceTime. Yeah. This whole process where it's like, this would not happen. Uh, anyway. anyway, but she's all weird and forgetful, and it's like, what's going on? Um, should we do fashion police? Yeah, I got some fashion. Tristan's wearing a polo in gym class. So I was confused by that, mm. or basketball tryouts, or whatever. Um, Maya is wearing pink pants. Imogen has like hot pink fingerless glove things. Extreme yikes! She also has her hair chopsticks again. Yeah, which I feel like this was like ten years too late. Zoe wears like. Black and white striped shorts mm-hmm. with like a zebra print halter deal, which was a lot. It was. Um, what else have I got? That might actually be all I have. Becky wears a dress that I like. Stripey? I don't remember. I just wrote Becky's dress. Um, <laughs> not helpful. Sorry. Um, I liked Tristan's stripey shirt. And I liked, I, I called it Imogen's New Mexico shirt, but it was just like a turquoise tank top with these like silver like triangles on the shoulders but it reminded me of new mexico yeah, very yeah turquoise is very new mexico aesthetic yeah and that's all i have um yeah i don't have any more um but then we're at basketball tryouts with like some weird faux killers esque song playing in the background but mm-hmm. then a lady sings mm-hmm. um and Tr- oh yeah and tristan's hair still looks great after practice by the way and he's like trying to like be pals with miles and they like they're like he's like so what are you doing after school i don't i don't know getting up to shenanigans i love shenanigans i don't know miles like invites him over to his house afterwards Um, after it looks like tristan kind of blows the whole conversation so everyone's surprised and then we're with Drew and Claire, like, figuring out student council budget. And Drew wants Claire to tell Jenna that we that can't get beanbag chairs. And she's like, why don't you tell her? And she's like, because I want them too. Um, just emote. funny. And I just love the Drew-Claire friendship that is happening. Me too. That's all I remember from this conversation. Um, he also, he notices that she's, like, 
basically Weird. losing her memory and he offers to type up her pitches for her. Right. Um, and then we're with Tristan and Maya and Tristan's like, I want Miles to be my best friend. And he's and Maya's like, what? And he's like, he invited me over to hang out after school. And she's like, yeah, he invited everybody. He's having a party. And I'm like, who has a party after school at the daytime on a school night? I don't know. I don't People trying to move along a plot. <laughs> Also, um, Maya doesn't buy Tristan as an athlete, and honestly, same. Yeah. I, I buy him as a gym it. rat. I'm confused by it. I don't even buy him as a gym rat. I don't buy him as, like, wanting to exercise at all, but whatever. Um, then we are with Imogen, who is, like, pitching herself as, like, the writer, producer, director, and star of Degrassi TV. And Drew's like, that's a lot. You should at least get a different anchor because you can't do all of that by yourself. And she's like, fine, whatever. Um, and then we're with Claire again. And are we at the magazine? Yeah, because she already blows it like the minute that she can't remember Meredith's name. Right. She shows up. She doesn't remember the lady's name. And then the... And then Claire's like, so the story idea I had, and, girl, and the girl's like, yeah, everyone's done that story to death, so now it's your opportunity to pitch me more things. Which doesn't make sense. And I'm like, why, what, why did you have her, I don't, this is, this interview makes no sense. This could have been an email. This could have been an email, or a phone call. Like, I don't get it. Okay. And then, like, give her an edit test. Ugh, Lord. And then, Stupid. Claire starts making shit up, and is like, I'm going to write an expose on Zoe, who doesn't have any friends, even though she was on West Drive and she's having a hard time adjusting to high school. I'm like, all right, go with it. Sure. And Meredith says, loved by fans, liked by no one, which I <laughs> enjoyed. And I and I just kept writing down, they wouldn't go to a high schooler for this. No. She's like, well, we had a feature fall through, so write me up a rough draft by tonight. I know it's a tight deadline, but like, that's the biz, basically. And I'm like... They wouldn't go to a high schooler for this. this no. wouldn't happen. They wouldn't be relying on a high schooler for their main feature. They wouldn't give a high schooler as like high up of as high up of a job have, as interviewing a celebrity. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. If you had a story fall through, you would have you would like give it some you'd make your staff writer do something. Like it if, doesn't make sense. Yeah, if anything she would just be like, cool, I'll pay you for that idea and have one of my writers do Honestly. it. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, then we are at DTV tryouts. Mm-hmm. Winston tries out. He's not good. Nope. Becky Baker tries out. She's great. But then she talks about texting and driving and everyone's uncomfortable. Or I guess Imogen is more uncomfortable. But Drew's like, he, she killed it. And she's like, nope, she's not going to be. She doesn't work. Bye. Because she's still all weird about the whole I made out with Adam right before he died thing. Which, Which is, is fair. fair. Um, And then Claire approaches Zoe about the story idea. And Zoe's like immediately on board because it's free publicity. And Claire's going to follow her around at the party after school. Also, how is this still the same day? I don't know. (laughs) How is this still the same day? How is this, I think, the A plot? I know. And then as soon as Zoe walks away, Claire, like, whips out her voice notes on her iPhone and is, like, starting to narrate. And I'm like, oh, Claire, you're stupid. Also, the first time I liked Zoe ever, when she looks at Claire and goes, and, uh, 
don't wear that. Because <laughs> wear your guidance counselor clothes. Honestly, always here for a Claire burn. <laughs> um also this episode was so, boring, was so boring that i truly couldn't tell what was the a plot and i'm just assuming it's this one yeah and then imogen like sees becky in the hallway and tells her that winston got the job and becky knows she's being weird yep and then imogen says thanks bex you're swell <laughs> and then we're at the party and zoe is calling claire her official biographer and she's being all fake for the article because obviously. And then Winston thinks Miles' mom is hot. I don't know. I can't get a read on Winston now. Me I'm so neither. About that's him. The, that's like my thing because I was so endeared towards Winston. I like him so much more than Miles. I was all about Winston. And then he, he started getting weird. They gave him too many things to say. They gave him too many <laughs> things in general. They were like, you're a misogynist, but you're not. But you are. We're going to confuse people. But then we find out that Tristan and Miles both made the basketball team, but Miles didn't, like, make the starting position he wanted that he's felt pressured into getting because his dad is a dick. His dad sucks. Also, it's raining at this party. Then, because he didn't make the starting lineup as a sophomore, he's like, obviously, I need to do steroids now. And Tristan is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Which agreed. Oh, yeah, and it's raining. It's raining, which... I, I hate to go back to the what what is happening with this party, but if it was so last minute that people are only finding finding out about it like day of and going to the party, wouldn't and he has such a big house, so why aren't they inside? But also, wouldn't he just look at the weather and be like, "Oh no, today's not a good day for a last minute party. We'll do it tomorrow when it's not supposed to rain." I don't understand this party. I don't understand why we had to have a party. It doesn't make any sense. It looks like a really boring it party. Doesn't make any sense. This, like, we didn't need both plots to, like, meet at the party. I mean, I guess, I guess it's only because then we see that Claire has been, like, fooled by Zoe. And then she runs into Winston, who's like, oh, no, that's not how any of this happened. But literally, it could have, we could have just, oh, it just, it didn't need to be at a party. I don't get it. I don't either. I, the only thing I can think is that they did it to save money so that they would only have to shoot one location. I guess so. But Claire is a dummy and is like what she was lying to me the whole time claire's gonna be a terrible journalist i mean her memory is all weird but but still still. um but then (laughs) oh and winston hits on claire yeah it's It's awkward and i wrote oh yeah winston is giving good dirt lol and asking out claire i'm confused about winston and then we're with Tristan and Miles, and he's like, what are you doing? Like, you can't do steroids. He literally says, who does steroids anymore? Truly. Oh, no, she's talking to Zoe and Maya about it. And then Zoe is like, Rem- well, remember what happened on West Drive? Like, you got to help them. And I'm like, is she, like, is she, like, sabotaging this? Or is she actually just saying, follow this plot to West Drive? But then we find out later. She's just like, yeah, follow this plot to West Drive. Apparently. Um, also, apparently, there's a character on West Drive named Gatsby. We learned this today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we're with Claire, who's Skyping beautiful Skype Eli. The, just the most beautiful who's, Skype. Like, hanging out with some really annoying, loud, laughing girl who's like, ha, ah, come on, Eli. Ha, ah, ha, come join us. I'm like, nobody talks like that. No. Also, apparently, her name is Lenore, which Lenore. is which is a, like a real sick Poe reference for Eli to be friends with. It just makes me think of my grandma because, like, the old like 
the senior living community she lives in is called Lenore. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, Lenore was like was Poe's wife who like died really young. He right. he like wrote that like she comes up in the Raven a bunch. He, like all of his grief shit is about her. I think she was also his cousin. It's yeah. conflicting. But so and when he was like Lenore, I was like, really? Do we have? Does Eli have to be this on brand literally all the time? But the Skype call is actually the most realistic Skype quality that I've seen on this show, which leads That's me true. it's like lagging and everything, which leads me to believe they actually filmed this with real Skype, like, mm-hmm. and it was just like laggy and shitty because like the actor was not in town or something. Yep, and then. But she's, like, all insecure about college and not being able to get in and this journalism shit and how the story's not working out the way she wants it to. And he's like, it's going to be fine. Gotta go. Bye. But she also says, cancer ruined everything. And I wrote, oh, Claire, oh, sad face. Yeah. And it, it we give Claire shit because Claire's the worst, but it does hurt my soul. Like, I do feel sad for Claire, and I want her life to be good. Yeah. I just also don't want her to be on the show anymore. <laughs> um, but then we are... But then she, like, starts writing. and It's like, oh, maybe she's inspired. And then we find out later, like, oh, she was inspired to lie. But then much. the next day, we're with Winston on his first day on the job he asked drew if he's man attractive <laughs> which like annoyed me in so many different ways well first ways. he like makes up a middle name for drew and then asks drew if he thinks that winston is man attractive and everyone's like what are you doing this is not what we asked you to do it's bizarre it's very strange and becky is there and she still wants to help because she wants to keep busy oh becky. Um, and then Tristan is giving Miles fake steroids in the locker room. I pretty, I was like pretty certain they were going to be fake the whole time. Yeah, me but too. I was worried for a second. And I'm like, please don't tell me that these are going to be real because this doesn't look real. No. Um, but that, and he's like, thanks, dude. And then we find out that Claire made up the whole entire article and sent it in like a dummy, and forgot to write her essay for. For her actual class. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, this is libel. This is literal libel. This is literally illegal. Do not be Stephen Glass. And then she references Stephen Glass later. And I'm like, girl, what the? This is like what not to do in journalism 101. I had to watch that dumb Stephen Glass dot like dot biopic was Haven Christensen in college as like a learning lesson of don't make shit up. Fact checking is important. Anyway, Any girl, go word. to the doctor is my last note of part one. Yeah, because she is like mixing up words. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Allie's thing. worried and she's like, you need to go to the doctor immediately. Seriously. Because it's like she's being stupid. Um, And then part two starts off with some basketball practice. And it made me think, wow, we actually haven't had basketball in a long time. Yeah, when was the last time we had basketball? I'm like, I want to say it was like when Jimmy was the coach and shit. Yeah, maybe. Right? I don't know. And then with like Derek. Oh, uh, I remember that. I forgot about Derek. <laughs> and then they're all playing and Tristan says, someone call a doctor because that layup was sick to Miles. And then I don't know. I Miles like, is going to start now. Yeah. And he's like, thanks for the pick me up. Like, and I think we find out that like, he told other people on the team about the steroids and Tristan is just now becoming a drug dealer for the team. But like a fake, fake drug drugs. dealer. 
And then we're with Allie and she and Claire and Claire's like, what am I going to do about this article situation? And Allie's like, just use the cancer card. And I'm like, honestly, I would I would like lean on that at this point because you did such a stupid thing. Yeah. But Claire just wants to lie more. And she's like, I'll just say that I got a competing offer from another magazine who are offering me more money and I'm going to pull out. And I'm like, whatever. Just make sure that shit doesn't publish, girl. Seriously. And then we're with Becky and Imogen. And Becky is grateful Imogen is letting her help out with Degrassi TV. And she's like... But everyone's being weird about what happened with Adam. Like, why was he trying to call me so badly? Like, what? No, one, people aren't telling me something. And Imogen gets uncomfortable and it's like, oh, I don't want to have this conversation. Pretty much. Also, Becky says he was pretty much my only friend at Degrassi, which, which is, is so sad, sad and sweet. But also, what about Jenna? I know. Why are we just Jenna forgetting Jenna? Jenna's great. Yeah. And then we're at the doctor office and it's stressful. But then we find out she's still cancer-free, but she has chemo brain. So she has to slow things down and wait it out. And it could last from a few months to a few years. And that's scary. Two things. One, when they're in the waiting room, what is that brain tumor stock photo that they use on that pamphlet? It is just like an attractive woman holding her head in her hands. It is, <laughs> it is extremely bad and funny and like right out of Shutterstock, which made me laugh for a while. Oh, it was Shutterstock. 100% was Shutterstock <laughs> or like Dreams Time. Um, and Stop. then... <laughs> and then um also when the doctor is like suggesting she do yoga she's like my brain feels like baby food and you're suggesting downward dog and i was like fucking claire so God. dramatic jesus claire um but then we're with dallas and tristan and dallas is confronting tristan about the steroids and then tristan's like they're fake they're vitamins and he's like dude what the fuck are you doing don't fuck up my team which is um, fair and then also, I, I loved I love Dallas in this leading role. He's so good in it. He's like, you can't have steroids tear up the team. What if they do a random drug test? And she's, he's like, well, they're all passed. And he's like, and then they're going to find out you've been dealing them fake drugs. And I'm like, this is so confusing. And terrible and boring. It's like, uh, it's such a nothing plot. All of it is such nothing. This entire, this like, entire there's no stakes. So nothing. There's no stakes. Even, like, the Becky stuff, it's like, at the end, it's like, oh, and then nothing dramatic happened. Okay, There's great. no stakes. No I'm, stakes in this whole episode. This was a slog to get through. But then we're with Claire, who then is like, well, Stephen Glass got away with it for so long. How am I ever going to get into Columbia? What am I going to do? And I'm like, girl, you don't have to go to Columbia. If you really want to be near Eli, just apply somewhere else in New York. And if you really are dead set on Columbia, transfer later. Yeah. Like, it does. it's not like Columbia or bust. It's, no. Come on, girl. Do you know how many schools are in this city? I went to school in this city. She's not getting into I'm the school. Sure I went to. Col- she Col- is, doesn't do art. And but- Columbia doesn't even have an undergrad journalism program. They only have the grad school. Yeah. Do your fucking research, Claire. You can go to Mizzou. Mizzou's the number one journalism school in the country. No brag but kind of a brag but like or go to northwestern if you're really dead set on journalism school columbia isn't even good for undergrad go to nyu go to nyu and then go to grad school at columbia columbia is an expensive fucking school yeah don't like don't, you don't need to ivy league don't go to ivy NYU league for undergrad go to nyu also nyu isn't only tish 
Yeah, it's not. NYU is huge. The my I used to give tours at um, my old college, and we would joke that the people that own the most real estate in Manhattan are is the Catholic Church, followed by NYU, followed by SVA, because we had like fourteen buildings. It's just like. NYU is enormous. It is not just Tish. You are not like stalking Eli. Or go or to go Pace. Literally anywhere else in the city. If you go to school in the city, you can get a good like journalism experience just by being like around all of it. it you don't have to have like the shiny Ivy League degree. No. Go to Pace or, shiny, or something. Or like Barnard. I don't know. I mean, that's still kind of expensive and Ivy League esque, but like. Yeah. Still, or, go to Sarah Lawrence. Yeah. That's also still really expensive, though. Sarah Lawrence. Is, I mean, if you're going anywhere in New York that's a private college, it's going to be expensive. That's true. Go to Brooklyn College. Yeah. You want to live in Brooklyn so bad, how about you fix your stupid fake commute your to Columbia? Research, Claire. Do your research. Jesus. Um. Although you have chemo right now, so maybe you're not in the position to do that. No, but she's been set on this since pre-cancer. Like, it's just like... It's a stupid plan. They don't even have an undergrad program at Columbia for journalism. It doesn't make sense. Okay. Anyway. Um, We're with Imogen and Drew. And Imogen <laughs> says to Drew's face, I can't tell Becky I kissed her dead boyfriend. She says, how am I supposed to look her in the eye when I kissed her dead boyfriend? I'm pretty sure. And then... And it's like... She's like struggling. And I'm like, these kids have been through so much fucking shit. Seriously. But Drew gives good advice. Drew gives good advice. He's like, he's like, okay, we'll tell her the truth. And she's like, no, I can't do that. She's like, well, then lie. And then she's like, well, that'll blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what would you want to hear? Like, basically. Yeah. He's a very good, like, sounding board in this he, moment. He is. He isn't always, but in this moment, <laughs> he is. Yeah. Um, And then, oh, my God. And then they have Claire back in the fucking office. Follow up on the article, I guess. She's like, so we loved it. Um, so, but we're gonna fact check it, and we're which does we're gonna call Zoe in to have her to fact check. I'm like, they wouldn't do that either. They would just call her. They wouldn't like be like, come into our office and we can go through the article and fact check it together. No, this works. They would call her agent. Uh, they wouldn't even call her. They would call her agent. And they're like, and if it goes well, may, we'll consider making you a monthly contributor. And I'm like, they wouldn't do that with a high school student. No. That sense. She doesn't have experience. This is stupid. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Um, and then, yeah, it's like stupid. And then we're with Tristan, and he comes clean about the fake steroids to Miles. And then Miles is like, what? You give me fake drugs? You think I'm stupid? Bleh. And he's all like portrayed and it's weird. And he, I don't know. He like storms out and it's like, okay, this is the dumbest plot I've ever heard of. Seriously. Like, would you really be that mad about it? It's like, you mm. still made the team. Like, right. I, he I he's like, he's like, I'm going to look like an idiot now. It's like, well, yeah, cause you're an idiot. Also, Maya enters with my new favorite line, which is trouble in b-ball bro paradise. And she says, well, how many times do I have to tell you? Reenacting West Drive plots will never solve your problems. Um, I just like I just can't care about anything that's happening. Tristan's like, I need to get everyone off fake drugs without them finding out they're on fake drugs. I'm like, this is the dumbest plot ever. You guys hated everything <laughs> that happened. Um, it's just. Ugh, it's I so just dumb. don't care. And then Claire is running the fake story by Zoe, and she's like, um, no, this is so not true. And she's like, I will let you run part of this as long as you make me the hero of the story. And Claire's like, but they liked that you weren't. And 
She's like, and then Claire uses the cancer card. And then Zoe's like, cancer didn't make you lie, Claire. You did that all by yourself. And, like, walks away, which is kind of amazing. Also, like, I'm. it's stupid to me that Claire's like, I can't change it. They already like it. Like, just change it and be like, no, Zoe made me change it. Just, just I was, blame it on Zoe. Exactly. Like, she didn't like how it portrayed her. She was not going to approve the story, even though it all... T- totally happened the source has like control has the last say over how they're portrayed in the situation exactly so i was like like it happens all the time oh yeah yeah. it happens all the time like covers change their quotes all the time yes and also it's the same thing with photos like the photo director of magazine does not always have the last say the photo still has to get approved yeah even like everything even like tiny photos like in most magazines if you're in contact with the agent and you're not just doing like a shutterstock thing like you have to get ever even if it is like getty images you have to get it approved by the agent yeah it's stupid um but then we're with Winston and he's struggling at being an anchor and that's basically all that happens. Right? I don't know. Yeah, sure. And then Claire wants, Claire's like with Allie and she's stressing out and Allie's like pretending to be Zoe, like practicing in case. And she's like, really? Like, you're really going to have me pretend to be Zoe when I call to fact check this? And Claire's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Blah. I can't lie anymore. Um... And then we're with Becky and Imogen. And, and Becky has a line that I've never, like, I relate more to this line than, like, anything <laughs> else I've heard in my whole life. And you're laughing because you already know what I'm going to say. She says, I'm someone who needs to talk all the time, and I forget that not everyone is like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, girl, girl, I feel that's so hard. I was right. Becky likes to talk it out. Um, and then Imogen basically tells Becky... All that really matters about what happened with Adam was that he loved her and he just wanted to talk to her. And that's all that basically happened. And that's all that really matters. Um, and then she offers her a co-anchor role because Winston will not leave. Nope. And also <laughs> that boy needs to be balanced out. Yes. And then we're with Claire who goes back to the magazine offices and comes clean about lying. And, and Meredith is pissed, but honestly, but she's so uses, generous. It also uses her cancer card. Yeah. Claire um, uses the cancer card, which is the only, I think it's the only reason yeah. that Meredith ends up being great. Yeah. She cut her a break for some reason, because cancer probably. And I'm like, this is why you don't work with high schoolers. They are dumb and irresponsible and they don't know how to do anything yet. It's, it's the dumbest plot line. And... Then we're with Tristan and the basketball team, and he's giving them, like, fake, like, drug flusher pills, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. more B12, and he's like, we're going to have a drug test, take all these flushing pills so it won't show up, and then I'm out of the game, guys. And then they, like, walk away, and then I think Miles is like, so what'd you really give him? He's like, ha, B12, lol. That's all I ever give anybody. And then... And Dallas is impressed, but also insults him. And Miles is, like, over it. And he's like, now I know I made the team by myself. And it's like, this is such, this is so stupid. I'm like, what? The dumbest thing. I, I hated it. Oh, yeah. I think Dallas is like, um, you might not be as good of a player as your brother, but you sure are, sure are smarter than him. And I'm like, lol, like, it's hard to be smarter than Owen. Okay. Seriously. Thanks, 
That, one was what a an doofus. unnecessary insult. Person <laughs> made the basketball team. Like, you want your team to be good and like unified. Don't insult Tristan. Like cool burn, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I oh, I just <laughs> fine, whatever. Whatever. And then that is resolved. And then we're with Claire and Allie, and they're gonna do yoga club now because Allie needs to take it slow. And then and then Claire's like, and then I realized, like, I could write about, I already have a story that I can write about for, like, my college applications. And I'm like, yes, obviously write about your cancer for college applications. That's, like, what that experience is for. That's, like. Use it to get into fucking college. I mean, I'm so happy you're healthy and you beat it and that's a hard thing. But, like, duh. Duh, use Extreme that. Extreme duh. She will that. get in everywhere with that essay. <laughs> yes. It's, like, the only positive out of this exactly. whole thing is that you will get into whatever college you yes. want if that's your essay and you know how to write. Exactly. Uh, and then it's over. Thank God. <laughs> this episode was dumb. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I fucking hated every minute of this thing. I just suffered through late on a Thursday night. I mean, it didn't really slog for me. It was just like a whole lot of nothing. I was like, I just couldn't care. Yeah. I just could not bring myself to give a shit. Mm. Spirit Squad Captain. I don't know. Tristan, for making sure people don't actually do steroids and then figuring out a way to, like, not get caught for giving people fake steroids. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure. Drew, for being a good friend. Imogen, for, like, eventually figuring out the right way to handle the Becky situation. Yeah. Sure. Becky, because I feel sad for her. Oh, Becky. Oh, Becky. Um... Also, we turn on a freaking dime with these people. (laughs) Ship? Was there even a ship to ship? Um, Miles and Tristan? I don't know. Friendship? Sure. Whatever. I don't care. This episode was nothing. Grapevine. Uh, We have two emails that I have open. Um, Lindsay followed up her... Uh, fuck Mary kill, but pets, but the pets, uh, pet adopt kill, right? Uh, Ferret Bueller, mm-hmm. hip hop, who is Marco's rabbit, and Isabella, the pregnant guinea pig. I don't care about any of these pets. Me neither. Pet adopt kill. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'd adopt the binny, the guinea pig. That's so much responsibility. I mean, I don't know hip hop. I don't, want, I don't want any of... I don't want a ferret. I don't want a rabbit. I don't want a guinea pig. I don't want vermin. I'm sorry. Me I, neither. I've never been someone who, like, wanted a hamster or a nope. guinea pig or, a, God forbid, a rat. I don't understand people who own rats. They're the tails. Blech. I had no. friends who owned rats, and I, I also, like, co-owned a rat my freshman year of college. Ew. And it, she was actually... Her name was Lulu. She was my roommate's rat. She was a little baby. And she's my roommate's rat. But she bit everyone except for me. So I was like, all right. She's the only rat I've ever been on board for. I want to own a ferret. Those are like sneaky motherfuckers. And I hear they smell really bad. They smell. But you know what? They all smell. If anything, I'm going to adopt Ferret Bueller. Oh, God, no. Because I I, I wouldn't actually want a ferret. But my friend used to work at Petland. And I liked hanging out with the ferrets there. They're like, they're like, they're really fun. They're like, they're weasels and they're fun. Um, and I would own in California. Really? My, my dad's friend, um, his kids had ferrets for a while too. So I would play with them growing up. So I'm used to it. Definitely kill hip hop because I have no connection to that rabbit. And also because rabbits are prone to seizures and also rabbits are assholes. 
Yeah, I think I'd still adopt the guinea pig. Because then it'd be cute when it had babies, but then I'd probably just get rid of all the babies. Yeah, also they eat their young. Oh, God, that's horrible. Yeah. So I'd adopt the guinea pig. So you might not actually have a problem. (laughs) Ew. Well, I'd adopt a guinea pig and give away all the babies. Um, And guinea pigs don't live that long anyway. None of these live very long. I'd pet the bunny and I would kill the ferret. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's not my ferret. It's only my fake ferret. (laughs) All right. Um, We also got an email from Nolan. Subject is Allie is fucking cuckoo bananas. True facts. And then they follow up with, now that that's out of the way, let's play Fuck, Mary Kill. You guys love to send these to us, and we love to receive them. They're great. Even the pet ones. <laughs> a goddamn delight from start to finish. This one's really hard. Drew, Dallas, Eli. Mary, Eli, fuck, Dallas, kill Drew. Same. <laughs> Extreme same. Yep. 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 Oh, man. Although, I, no, yeah, I think that's where I'm at, too. Yeah. Although, maybe Mary, Dallas. I don't want the responsibility of raising his child. Oh, right. I forgot he already has a kid. Never mind. Hard pass. Fuck Dallas. I mean, Rocky's cute as fuck, but. But I, I'm all set. I, I don't want any. No, thank you. Um, all right. I think that's all the grapevine that we have today. If you'd like to be featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at Degrassi Pod. We're on Instagram at Degrassi Pod. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, um, you can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that'd be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi-inspired fan fiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Sucks with a Z at the end. Holland, what do you want to recommend to the humans? Um, I'm going to recommend the movie The Favorite. It's amazing. It's about Queen Anne and her lovers, and it's great. It's hilarious. Go see it. It's in theaters now. I am going to recommend... Um, I, hold, on. <laughs> hold on. I watched a movie last night that I liked. There we go. All right. Um, last night I watched The Seventh Seal, which is great. Um, it's this like Swedish art film about this guy playing chess with death and it's a, it's a whole thing. It's, it's like dark and weird. I don't know. I, I had a good time. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. That's what I got. Um, all right. That's all that we got for you guys today. I'm sorry it was short, but like this, this episode was stupid. It was, it was terrible. (laughs) I hope the podcast episode isn't dumb and boring too. Uh, uh, we, uh, you guys, we did our best with very little. <laughs> Please give us a break. Um, I walked yeah, I'm still in the. I walked like a mile and a half in the cold to get here because the shuttle wasn't. <laughs> it didn't break down. It's just like nope. It's not running, and they had like a shuttle bus to replace it, but it just like did not come. And they I was no, and I was like, you know what? I could take an Uber pool, but it'll probably be faster for me to walk. <sighs> yeah, stupid. All right. That's all that we have for you guys today. As always, thank you to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.